Yo, yellow, welcome to another episode of Rec Time. I'm very excited as always to be here. My name is Leo. I'm 50% of this awesome podcast, which I hope is at the top of your podcast list. Share it with everyone you can. Um, Rec Time is the very special podcast where we break down your favorite nugs, we break down iconic uh, new brands of varieties, and we pack them into a bowl, pack them into a cone, we share our impressions, and uh, we give your own special blend of ratings so that uh, you can test them out, try them out yourself, and compare them to ours. Uh, the other 50% of Rec Time, the very awesome podcast that you're uh, sharing with uh, with us, is none other than the MC himself, the original MC, uh, the master of cannabis, my brother, Mal, how are you, bro? Yo, what's up, guys? What up, Leo? How's everyone doing? Super excited, very stoked for another great episode of Rec Time. Today, we have... I didn't, I, did I even mention it? Master Kush. Master Kush. All must bow. The silent bow that we just did? You, Us. You oh. So, uh, yes, Master Kush. Can't wait to crack this one open. I've heard some great things about this one. Uh, we got a special episode with this one because it's bringing up a lot of topics. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to kind of break it all down for everybody. Master Kush is actually uh, an old lineage, correct? If, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's, a, it's a, got a bit of a pedigree. Correct, yeah. With Master Kush, we've read about in books and things like that. We're actually getting to try it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, but so the lineage on Master Kush is that it's actually... Two land race strains from different parts of the Hindu Kush region. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, I, if you've smoked weed and you've played any kind of like uh, video games about weed or read anything, you've heard the term Hindu Kush, and you may have even heard the term land race. Uh, land race, it, it, one word, L A N D R A C E. It's referring to the genetic integrity of a specific nug or strain. Um, basically uh, defined by its specific adaptation to soil type, uh, the way that the seed germinates, uh, the date of maturity for that specific variety, uh, its height, its nutritional value, use, and other properties that kind of make up its genetic diversity, make up that specific strain's uh, characteristics. Hmm. So in, in this case, uh, when they talk about the two Landry strains, are they basically talking about two different uh, variations of the same type? Are we talking about two of the same Hindu Kush? I think they may be referring to this, the Hindu Kush region having two separate or regions, right, uh-huh. um, that have their own unique characteristics. Maybe one is higher in altitude, one is maybe more humid or rainy mm. uh, seasons. So it, it, the, the cannabis itself adapts to that environment and ends up having these unique characteristics. So I think this is a blend of those two types. That's interesting. That's very fascinating because it, like, to come up with a type, usually the, you know, we've been experiencing uh, a mix of different types coming together, like, you know, you know, Girl Scout cookies with something else and they come up with a new Thin Mints or whatever, right. you know? So, like, to have two strands or, or two types of the same type of plant that the only difference is the region they were grown in 
and they're brought together to create a new of the same thing. That's fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so most growers actually believe that the earliest cannabis strains were from like Central Asia, the Hindu Kush region, mm-hmm. uh, like Pakistan and Afghanistan. And they spread from there into South America, Asia, Jamaica. And that's where you get those other classic land race strains, like the ones that we're familiar with, uh, Acapulco Gold okay. or, you know, uh, Colombian Gold. Colombian Gold, shout Hello, out. Hello, shout out. So that these land race strains have their own unique characteristics, their own you know, profile, if you will. Yeah. And actually, you know, we've come so far in the breeding and the generations of all these buds, uh, that it's actually in order to get something like a master Kush. Now you have to, you have to back reverse engineer from these, uh, thin mint cookies and go Mm. backwards into like a Girl Scout cookies to go further back into an Afghan Kush. So I'm very excited I have to assume it's got to be a potent, tasty, terpene-filled bud. Yeah, what what I was able to find on on the on the bio is that it's a full body high. It great. It gives you a great balance of that body high. So it's an indica, indica dominant as as most okay. um, strains from the Hindu Kush region right. are. Yeah, you might assume so, that. Yeah. So right away, it's an indica, uh, but it gives you that full body high while still keeping your mind sharp. You're 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 aware, so you're not really numbed out completely. Uh, kind of like our last one. Yeah, we yeah. were a little uh, in the fog. Inebriated. That one. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see, yeah, how that how that plays out. I'd love to see how sharp I stay. And and you know, I feel like I have to disclaim it in the sense that the time of day you smoke, what you've had to eat, you know, what your mood is, all of that plays into the effect. So. Mm-hmm. Wake and bake session, you know that's going to play a factor into it. I'm I'm excited to try it out. That jar is all blacked out. You can't see into it. We've got these very special jars we're storing our buds in now. I have no idea what to expect. It, let's let's crack it open. It's all blacked out like a presidential limo. <laughs> <laughs> is that the beast? Is that thing in the beast? Uh, red team, red team, go. Red team, go. Ooh my. My my. Right very off the bat. Very pretty nugs. Yes, large in size. These are almost. Ping pong size, uh, yeah, little nugs. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well rounded. Look at look at the roundness on these. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pick this one. I'll let you pick one out so we could start. Uh, Let's start to dissect these bad boys. Man, so right off the bat, I could see so many. Uh, oh my god! So much crystallization around the bud. Very nicely manicured yeah. buds. Oh man! You know, it kind of reminds me of that platinum that we had a little bit, yeah. a few episodes back, where it, the 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 crystals are creating like a almost a metallic sheen to the bud itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's got this industrial kind of like uh, uh, you know texture of like sparkliness and yep. uh, metallic kind of hard edges. Yeah. Very light green. Uh, not getting a lot of, of deeper greens, at least not yet. Um, Very light green, but we'll there are some we... splashes of other little colors, darker colors inside. But man, look at the crystals on this one. Yeah, I mean, it's That it's thing is sugar-coated. Yeah, the, the trichomes or the crystals, they just look beautiful on this Oh bud. my goodness. I would love to see this under the microscope and see... Uh, how big they actually get. Let's the orange look. hairs, there's some. They're, you know, dispersed throughout the bud. They oh look nice. Oh, my goodness. Um, not really standing out too much, but very they're there. beautiful. They're definitely there. It's very. It's a very attractive-looking bud. You would see this in a store and say, hey, I'm picking that up. Yeah, and, of course, with the the market the way it is, that's that's what sells. You know, yeah. people people shop with their eyes. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, it also has a smell. Uh, it also has an aroma. 
It's not just mm. beautiful. I think it has an incredibly delicious oh, aroma. That's interesting. What is that, would you say? I get a little veggie, woody kind of smell coming out with a little bit of a hint of like a chemical almost. Yeah, I get that veggie. It's so so delicious. Though. I wanted to say sweet, but it's really like in the in the sense that it smells really attractive, really good. I don't think it's a sweet smell. Man, I'm getting that oh, veggie. Wow. Crack, so I cracked this one open. Take a whiff of that. Oh my. It's almost uh, savory like that. It's very savory. Maybe mm. that's what I'm describing with deliciousness. It, it really delici- has this like mouth-watering kind of like uh, deliciousness to it. Like, sir, I described it already. I said it was delicious. I said it was delicious. What more do you want from me? God. No, but the, great. Great buds. Great uh, looking Really buds. nice. How does that a, jar smell? The jar is like, wow. It smells like my, like a, like a dream. Hmm, Okay. I got a little more veggie smell out of the jar, but still very, very good. Uh, yeah, I see the sweetness you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it's the like sweetness. this, like delicious smoke me now smell. Smoke me now, love smoke me later. Smoke me. Um, I love it. I, I think the sugar leaves are important to mention too. They they seem to be like manicured onto the nug. The nug's got real great texture and density. Uh, these, these are, man, these are immaculate. These are Sexy. really nice. This thing lived up to its pedigree, for Grab sure. a nice big, uh, nug for you there to... Yeah, so we're gonna start to crack this open, and, uh, we're gonna break it up into the grinder. I'm gonna, I'm interested to see if it's gonna get lighter or darker when you break it up. Let, yeah, let's see, let's see. And, let's see uh, what all this we're, does. we're actually gonna put this in a bowl. Um, I see that you packed the bowl a little different, like, you've got the screen off of it, and you've got a paper, so... Yes. That is a great segue into our very first, um, listener question. Yes, we got a uh, we got a question in coming in through the uh, through the website and and please, uh, you guys feel free to hit us up with any questions that you have. Uh, if it's a great question, we'll definitely address it on air. And uh, if it's a question we've already covered, we might just email you back with the answer. Sure. Uh, but we'll, we know, appreciate the the we, replies, the responses, the comments, anything, absolutely. questions, uh, concerns. Uh, you know, if you if you you know you you don't know what channel the game's on tonight, go ahead and send us an email. We'll gladly respond on air a week later, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll do our best. Uh, if we don't know the answer, we'll look it up. This week's question really interesting. It's one that I've had um, in my own mind before that I never found an answer to. It's a it's a great question, superb question. Uh, we got an email from Art who wanted to know, uh, well, basically he wrote, Hey guys, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Had a question that's been on my mind for a while now. When using a bowl, I've had a friend tell me that it's harmful to use a screen because you're essentially burning a sort of metal and smoking the fumes. Thoughts? Very interesting question. I've personally had that uh, same same idea. I remember, uh, you know, long, long time ago, the first, the, really the only thing that we, I smoked out of was glass bowls, glass pipes. Yeah. And and you would get ash in your mouth, obviously, if you sucked it through, um, or if it got really gunky, you know, you had trouble with that. So you use the screen. You use the screen to kind of save the bowl from getting really gunked up, yep. and then you also use the screen to stop debris from going through oh, yeah. and, and entering your mouth. So yeah. it makes perfect sense, but then you realize, man, these screens, they, they get gunky, they get dirty, they burn through sometimes. Yes, 
So what what do you what do you suggest? I know you worked on this, and uh, I'm I'm excited so, to share it. Yes, actually, it is very hard to find information regarding this. I had to do a lot of extensive research and pull information from very uh, uh, varying sources. So. Basically, to give you a rundown, uh, the metal screens that you use for your bowls, pipes, you know, whatever you want to call it, there's a few different types. You could go with the brass, which is the more traditional and the less expensive version. You could go with steel, uh, with, which comes in either carbon steel or stainless steel, uh, or there's titanium, and obviously the titanium is the more expensive. Uh, but the, the important thing to note about these is uh, they're melting point. Uh, at what Fahrenheit are these screens melting? Because that's really when it becomes harmful. Uh, the, the metals themselves are pretty much safe until they begin to oxidize or outgas and those and that outgassing of the metal is what becomes hazardous to us. And so because we're directly inhaling it, um, you know, we have to... That's a really <clears throat> interesting point about the melting and the fumes uh, because we smoke a lot of bowls. We've smoked a lot of bowls throughout yes. our lifetime. Yeah. We've, we've cleaned and, and replaced a lot of bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you always notice a flavor and a taste. I'm curious, so I, I don't mean to jump ahead, but no. I, I'm sure. interested to taste this. But if you, you know what I mean? Let's cut to the chain. Oh. But you have an interesting method on there. So I, I yes. know you had some suggestions and things like that. Yes. So um, to jump ahead a little bit, there are alternative uh, methods that you can use if you don't want to use metal. Uh, I'll circle back to the metal in a minute, but here are some of the options that you can use as alternatives. Uh, there are glass screens that they sell that are kind of like little jacks, where they're like, like spiky, a jacks, ball and thing, jacks. like a ball and jacks kind of thing. They're tiny, they're made of glass. You could drop those in the bowl uh, and just throw your flour over it. Uh, problem with those, because I've used those myself, Right is that you end up losing them. Uh, once they get a little resonated, they get you know dark in color, you start to lose it. You, you, you ash out the bowl into the ashtray and you lose it. You don't even see it. And then next thing you know, you're like, hey, where did it go? It's too late. You already threw the garbage out. <clears throat> yeah, and, and they're expensive. They're a lot more than a handful of screens. Yep. Uh, and, and they've been out for a while. And they're like you said, they're little jacks and mm-hmm. they create, they allow you to be able to smoke and inhale the smoke around them without letting debris through. But if they were really the best solution, they would have replaced metal screens a long time ago. I think so. Um, You really kind of have to come up with your own solutions. What did you you do for our bowl today? So for today, I I found a great uh, idea that I found online, and this was to use um, a piece of your rolling paper. So you take a a little square off of your rolling paper, um, take a little pin, perforate a few holes in it at, at the center and just place that piece of paper at the bottom of your bowl and then just put the flour on top. I've never tried that before. I was so, going to say, I'm curious to see how this works. Yes, we're going to try it today for you guys on air, so we'll see Let's how effective this one is. Um, but as I, uh, I'm passing this to Leo to go ahead and light, I'm going to let you guys know that you can also use uh, uh, suggestions where using a small nug or a branch um, I've used that myself before, and I feel like it's um, it, you're still gonna get some ash, some stuff flying through, and then sometimes with the with the branch, you start to burn the branch, and then you get all that heavy, harsh smoke uh, of like a wood burning, you know. Man, 
I know we're going to cover this topic. I want you to taste this, bud, though. Oh, yeah. The paper had no effect. Uh, if anything, really? maybe it was a little harder to pull through than normal okay. without a, any kind of screen at all. Um, but just such a delicious flavor, man. I really got some of those sweet notes that you smell in the jar. Um, and a lot less of that, that veggie. It's more of a little bit of a flowery aftertaste. But really this deliciousness. Um, what, is, what are your impressions? Wow, yeah. Um, filter, or the screen is working uh, well. Yeah. Um, it had a bit of a, a spacing to it, though. It created a little bit of a space between the the bottom of the bowl and the the whole of the of the flower so i feel like it was pulling some air through mm, yeah um, that's that's what i, I was tasting or we'll, feeling yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll continue to uh, test that out for you but in terms of flavor yummy it was very yummy very berry sweet i got you know a touch of uh you know like that pungent sourness if you will um uh, you know, a touch of that woodiness, but uh, right off the bat, the the front notes were very berry, very sweet, delicious, very sweet, very um, yes, very berry. Now that uh, <coughs> excuse me, now that you put it that way, um, I'm getting a whole lot of of, of uh, like a very wide variety on mm-hmm. flavor spectrum. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh man, this wake and bake is really hitting me. Hello, Buenos oh, dias. <coughs> Rise and shine, my goodness. Woo. Um, two things stand out, very flavorful, a lot of different notes, and potent. I'm already kind of sensing that, man, this thing is going to be potent if you, uh, nice. if you go full, full throttle. Um, I wanted, because this is such mm. an interesting topic for me, uh, it really kind of also alludes to the whole process of smoking. Yes. Um, talk about temperatures. That was really interesting for me. You mentioned the, the melting point. <clears throat> yes. What so, about the heat? What, what about how you're lighting it? Okay, so to give you an idea of what's happening, your regular big lighter can hold a max flame temperature of 3,590 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, that's basically if you hold it, you know, and are like, putting the flame to something for a duration you could get it that hot so it is a very very high uh fahrenheit what i found out uh is that brass screens actually melt at 1710 that's less than half of that big lighter so uh that's why you might see sometimes your screen has got a hole burnt through it whenever you see that that's basically you've You've melted down the metal and you've taken in some of that outgassing, which is, you know, essentially toxic. It's, it's harmful to it's, us. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, yes, brass, very low melting point. S- steel, whether carbon or stainless steel, it's got a, it's got a you know, sl- slightly higher uh, melting point. It's more... At, between 2250, or I'm sorry, 2600 and 2750? Correct. And that's that's still below the big lighter. That's still below the big lighter. So basically, if you're holding the flame to your bowl for a duration, and that's an you're beginning point. to melt the metal. That's an interesting point because if you light a cigarette, you just kind of light it real quick. It instantly burns. You don't see too many people puffing on pipes, smoking tobacco anymore. But even then, it felt like they just kind of like flick the flame, the the flame at it. 
Correct. And, yes. and not really held it, but with a bowl or even a bong like we discussed, mm-hmm. you have these uh, extended periods where you're really lighting that bowl, trying to get the whole thing to light up or fill this giant bong, and who knows how hot it's actually getting the bowl and the light and the screen to. Correct. Um, because your uh, pot smokers have that tendency to really roast that bowl, hold that flame, uh, even towards the end of the bowl where you just have that little bit left and you just want to cook that ash, you're, you're really, what you're doing is, is, is uh, uh, putting a higher uh, Fahrenheit uh, flame to that bowl that it doesn't really need. Um, tobacco and, and cannabis burn at a much lighter uh, Fahrenheit, uh, so you don't really need to go 1,000, 2,000 degrees uh, to get that thing cooking. Uh, it, it you know you're uh, at those rates when you're really roasting that bowl you're kind of destroying all of the cannabinoids that are that are you know wanting to come through because you're, the heat is way too much it's way too intense. Wow, and that's not even torches or other lighters. That's just a regular big regular lighter which big everybody lighter, uses. Correct. Yeah, and um, when using a bong, you you're because you're pulling a mass amount of air, uh, it tends to create a hotter flame. Um, so you, you really roast that stuff like in a bong or anything. So, um, interesting point that you talked about the ash, uh, cause we talked about it off air and it affects in the, in the bowl versus the cone. Correct. In a bowl, you're continually putting flame to what's already been burnt to the ash. And some people like to press it down. Some people tap out what's on top. It's impossible not to. Yes. Like you need to know if there's anything left. Is there anything at the bottom? Right. Yeah. Because sometimes you need to toss it up a little bit. But what what you're doing is continually burning that ash. And now you're pulling in small particles that are able to get through screens, that are able to you know travel through the bowls. And you're putting that now into your lungs because of the constant heat to that ash. As opposed to a cone, which you're a, ashing off. And correct. you're... you're, you're you're how would you call it besides ashing it? You're you're yeah. flicking off the ash right. and flicking not it or inhaling it, it again, or it's naturally falling off. Sure, as you know, often happens, um, and the ash doesn't need to like continue to roast. Uh, once it's been burnt, it just falls off. It's light. It falls off, and so because of that, um, I think that you're affecting the terpenes as well. The the taste that you're getting, and that's something that we've uncovered doing this uh, podcast. Is, is, is the different flavors that you get from bowl to, to cone, uh, which we prefer uh, in, uh, in terms of like joints. But it, yeah, you get like, uh, now we're figuring out the science behind it. It's because of this. And there's travel in bowls and, and the flavor changes over changes. Yep. the very greenest, earliest hits to the ones like we're now discovering are, are ashy. And they um, include some of those other flavors because of that. Yeah. So interesting um, to, to kind of break down what those long-term effects might be if you smoke a lot of bowls, you use a lot of screens. This may be something you want to explore. Oh, yeah. Um, did you have an opinion on the, the new technique, the paper? The new technique, so far so good. It hasn't, well, let me, let me hit a little more. Let me get one more hit. But That last one for me was kind of, I, I was really it's conscious it's of the ash and the harshness, so be careful. Um, it may not be as flavorful as it was early on with the berries and the sweetness. Um, to me, that matched what I was smelling inside the jar. That concentrated jar smell was kind of alluding to these sweeter notes that you have to taste. 
Um, I can't wait to see it in the cone. I noticed as well, uh, you know, not to segue too much, but it's a little darker when you break it up. It's not as light as I would have expected, like yes. the outside of the, the bud or the nug. Correct. It looks like it got a little bit darker uh, in, the, in the grind, uh, just as a, the, the overall look of it. Um, but it's still, uh, it, it's still holding a lot of uh, the trichomes that were uh, on the material. But well, it looks great, man. It, yes. it's, it tastes yeah, delicious. Dude. The bowl was delicious. Bowl it was had delicious. travel. Uh, and, and, of course, now that we've been talking about ash, all I could taste is ash. But yeah. but definitely had that that travel from the sweet, sweet notes to a more flowery, earthy kind of taste. Yeah, I don't know if it's, if it's the strand that we're dealing with or if it was this new method, but I feel like I got a really good sense of the flavor. Um, I don't feel like the paper got in the way at any point. What I did notice, and, and I, I kept noticing with every hit uh, with this paper method, is that um, you got some airflow through mm. it. So it, it, it didn't feel like I was getting like the, the best of pulls mm. from the bowl, right. uh, but I was still getting a quality hit. So you weren't able to inhale as a concentrated of a cloud of smoke into your lungs, which Correct. affects you know yeah, it how been, your hit is. It could have been the size of the paper. Maybe we still have to tweak some of the sizing and the amount of holes you perforate. Um, that still would have to be tweaked, but, uh, first uh not, not first a bad impression. impression. Yeah, yeah bad first impression. impression is, yeah, I like it. I, I think it, it works. It so works well. yeah, just kind of summarize it for art. Thank you so much for your question. Um, we encourage everybody that's listening to, you know, if you're curious, if you have questions of your own, if you feel like you've got information that we could use or benefit from, please contact us. Um, we're going to have, uh, more buttons so that you can do so more easily, but you can go to our website at realeducationofcannabis.com, go into the uh, about section, and you'll be able to contact us now, and we'll, we'll make that easier for you as well. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to get, before we move on, I do want to uh, touch on these final tips that I've really uncovered with this. You was going to say, this is a good tip. What other tips might uh, Art use? So in terms of metal screens, uh, again, the more expensive the metal, the better it's going to be. <laughs> basically the titanium melts at 3050 and that's going to probably be your best bet um there have there there is mention of quartz screens but every quartz screen that i looked up like to order for myself um had uh, it was quartz but then it said it was stainless steel screening so i was like you know this isn't real yeah, um so if there's weird. an actual quartz screen uh I i'd like to find that but in terms of what I actually found that you can order, uh, titanium, steel, and brass. And that's in order of, you know, most expensive to cheapest. Right. But also most effective to least effective. And brass, as I uncovered, I'm really going to stop using brass now. Sounds kind of gross. I have a lot of brass screens that I've been like... They're cheap. They're you cheap. You can buy a bag of them in. at the hardware store for... Right. They're for like plumbing, right? Plumbing, faucets, right, things like that. Uh, but it, it's it because of that low, um, I don't know if you say viscosity or melting point, melting basically. Point, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't think that uh, it's it's good for smokers. Not recommended. Not recommended. I say, you know, if you must use a metal screen, go with a more expensive screen, wash it out, you know, but it, at least you know that you could put the flame to it and it's not going to cause any hazard. And, and you may want to replace them more often, make sure that they're not burning or melting. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, cool. to cool. finish off on my quick tips, don't hold the flame to the bowl for too long. Just, you know, 
light light the material and you know not the entire thing it doesn't have to be roasting hot you don't just, have to cook it in the right, bowl just get that cherry started once you get the cherry going you could release the flame you don't want to take in all that butane either Absolutely. so go ahead and pull the flame off let the cherry do its thing um, use steel or titanium when possible. Uh, also, glass is very recommended because it, it has a higher uh, melting rate. Um, so, uh, if you can, you know, yeah, if you can afford it and you don't mind losing a few, do it, go, go for the that. the glass jacks. Yeah. Uh, alternative screens again. You know, small nugs, small branches, or a small piece of rolling paper uh, with some holes poked in it. Just uh, like we did. You could definitely use that. But they, I did as a little final tidbit. Um, there were some people that were blogging about this that said, uh, uh, and these are pipe enthusiasts. And if it's you listening, just go ahead and write us back. Yeah, uh, yes. But we're I, calling you out. I, I, I may agree, but I, you know, obviously we'll see. That if you're using the right pipe, if you have a good pipe, you don't need a screen. The right pipe is designed to not take in all of that ash. Um, you're talking about maybe the size of not just the bowl itself, but the, the hole in the bottom the of the bowl. The hole at the bottom. The angle, maybe the, the angle, way that it's uh, maybe curved or, or sure, designed yeah. to reach the mouthpiece. Exactly. It's, all of that can t- be a factor. So, interesting. I just thought I'd throw that yeah, in. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of glass enthusiasts out there. If you haven't been to a, a modern-day head shop these days, if your idea of a head shop is a bunch of stickers and and, and incense holders you gotta go because there are some glass pieces that are in the thousands of dollars now that are highly intricate crafted art and uh i'm sure they're now taking into account you know the the ergonomics of smoking it and making sure you don't get a lot of ash and possibly even not even have to use a a screen or any kind of protector so so there's definitely a lot of pipe enthusiasts out there if you're one of them send us a message send us pictures send us whatever you want and uh, we'll take a look at it. If your question uh, is an interesting one and, and something that we want to cover on air, we'll definitely shout you out. And uh, at the very least, we'll respond. So we really appreciate the interaction. Yep. That sound... Is uh, tapping of the cone. The tapping of the cone, folks. It's, it's the dinner bell for all the brain food connoisseurs. And, and of course, we've got Master Kush. We've got it nicely rolled up. Master Kush... We're testing. We're gonna, you know, is this black belt for real? Is this a fake black belt? Yeah, you know. You know, there's a lot of fakes out there trying to. Is that from a bathrobe? Is that just a black bathrobe belt? Yeah. Do you even know how what you know the guard is? I don't even know. You know. Do you even listen to Wu Tang? Are you even down? Terrible. I'm terrible. Um... I like the Wu Tang. <laughs> that was a good one. Shout out to Master Killer. What up? Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Oh man, it's it's an early morning edition of uh, Rec Time, and, and we always keep it real. And if we like the bud and it affects us, you're gonna you're gonna notice. Yeah, I'm sure they notice by now. Something is happening, folks. It tastes delicious. I really liked that first hit. It, Ooh, yes. Very much like that bowl. I get that berry, the sweetness. Um. It, it, oh man, the aftertaste is so delicious to me. It's got a great palette of terpenes, I think. A, a great palette of different flavors in it. I'm tasting a little bit of that chemically sour that in that pungent family um, that, that you were alluding to. It's just like this note, like like the hint of it, which is great. I love, you know, having sparse it, having to pick it out, you know, each little flavor, each little note. Uh, wow. I, I, I hate having to just 
do a profile and it's flour. All I taste is flour, you know? Yeah, it's herbal <laughs> It's It kind of, you know, it's disappointing a little yeah. bit. This, not the case. There's a lot of it here. There is a perfuminess to it, like that aftertaste, that afternote, um, really like a bit of a flowery perfume. But the, f- the front note, man, that second hit really got sour on me. Is it still sour for you? Oh, man, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. This is this is really good stuff. Wow. Oh, man. So, between the first and the second hit, lots of travel. Yeah. And, like, this, yeah, aftertaste, the, the resin uh, really kind of coats your mouth, as, like, a lot of good buds do. A lot of high THC, high resin buds that are yep. very, like, crystally, very shiny, jewelry-looking mm-hmm. uh, have tended to have that. Um, interesting. I really like it. It tastes amazing. Um, I think we can right, go right into the ratings. What do you think? I think we should. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's start with the looks as always. I love the looks. I think that the, uh, nug size was great. I love, you know, larger nugs, um, coated with those, uh, crystals, somewhat of a metallic-y look to it. Um, Good, good colors. Uh, I want to go. I'm gonna go nine. I'm gonna go nine. I was saying high eight, but I'm gonna say go ahead, go nine. Man, nine. It looks I, really good. I'm gonna knock your socks off. I'm going ten. Oh, I'm going ten. I thought for sure uh, nine, absolutely, and I had the number ten just blinking like like red lights blinking in my eyes. This thing is truly a master. It looks amazing. Uh, I'm personally biased to like the lighter looking buds. This had this like beautiful look to it. I think we're gonna. Uh, this just broke the the scales. Honestly, I really Damn. really liked it. Ten, son. A ten. A ten, ten for son. looks. Absolutely. We'll jump into the aroma. What do you think the aroma was? For the aroma, uh, I kind of like it. I kind of like the aroma. I thought that the um, the nug smelled good. The jar smelled a little different. When you crack the nug, though, you got uh, a potency. It, it, it would have impressed me in the store or in the dispensary. You know, it, it would have impressed me. So, um, I got to leave a lot of room, so I'm going to go eight. I'm with you on that. I'm going to um, go eight. <clears throat> I think for the, for the aroma, I'm going to give it an eight and and it's for the same reason i don't i don't think the aroma was bad at all i, I think it was great it was an eight to me that's a solid aroma a solid eight. Yeah. but i think it wasn't as good as the looks were mm-hmm. i think the looks are tremendous it really is this impressive impressive nug um but the smell not as much and it and it's very subtle compared to like what it is and how powerful it is and, and how it looks um so i, I think for, for me the aroma was an eight uh, and, and I really want to just comment on the 10. I think you hit it on point. When you see this in a dispensary, uh, or you're making the decision between this and another one. Oh, this will win. Is, this is it. This will win. That's what really made it a 10 for me. Yeah, this will win. I'm going to go 8 to leave a little room. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, for me, I'm I'm going to go with taste, right? Taste uh, is next. We're going into the taste now. Um, I, I got to say, man, it's really delicious. Uh, it's it's more impressive than the the aroma. I'm gonna give it a nine, hmm. um, and you know, just really enjoyed Master Kush. Yes. Um, what yeah. do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think uh, taste wise, I'm with you. I'm also gonna give it a nine. I thought that it was uh, very tasty in the bowl. Um, 
very tasty in the cone. It, 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 and it didn't have a, much of a difference. They both had a bit of a travel. Uh, the cones had a great travel. I thought it was very delicious. Um, we're only halfway, and it's kind of turned off on us. But right. it's, oh, man, it had so many terpenes in it. I can't go lower than a nine. I agree totally. Uh, its taste is delicious. It's got a classic, like sweet berry, you know, that matches the the uh, the aroma. Yeah. So I, I have to match that nine. I'm I'm with you on nine. I'm gonna jump into the effect. I, I'm gonna give it. You know what? I'm gonna give it an eight. I, I feel like really? yeah. I feel like you could we could even though it's like a wake and bake session. This is a great feeling. Uh, it's, yeah, it doesn't have, like, it's it's really just kind of like a mellowing effect, real chill, doesn't have any high, the spirited high energy that I really enjoy, and this is a wake and bake session, so I expected some of that naturally, so I think this is like one that's got heavy indica effects without, for me, at this moment, a lot of additional effects, so I'm gonna leave some room for improvement, um, I, I recently experienced some other, um, buds that we've, we've profiled that I just thought were stronger. Mm. I'm going to give it an 8. Well, what do you think? Uh, to me, man, it was a solid 9. Solid, solid 9. I thought the effect uh, was hitting us right away. I actually was seeing the effect in, in you. Um, like it, I, it, I feel high. It, I totally right. feel like inebriated. Um, in terms of that awareness that, that had been uh, discussed, I feel like it's still very much an indica. You're still going to be a little mind-numbed um but for its now you know we're, we've lit the cone back up we're, we're getting more pulls the effect is really starting to set in it's it's, it's potent oh man this is potent this is I, potent yeah stuff. i guess maybe mine was more of a uh preference versus a potency this is not just like octane we're mm. not our measurements mm. aren't sure. really octane they're more like therapeutic and medicinal this one's one that's gonna like like a sweet smell attracts a honeybee it's gonna it's gonna drag you to it, and then you're gonna get fucking inebriated, and you're gonna be fucked. And <laughs> so, for me, that's why I'm, it affected my rating. Uh, really great episode, man. I think uh, it was really an uh, a, an opportunity um, to be able to answer someone's question that was truly truly wonderful. Uh, I got a lot of joy from that. So please uh, don't hesitate to ask us any questions. See us on the gram. Look us up on Instagram. Find us on our website. Yeah. Check us out on Apple and Google uh, Podcast. Look us up. Rec time. Uh, man, I'm just I'm just happy it's morning wake and bake session with Master Kush. Couldn't recommend it more. Couldn't recommend it, man. I, 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 it's it's the bomb. It it really is the master. I feel like we are all bowing in respect. Uh, check out Master Kush, man. Please. Yeah. Uh, Mal, it's a pleasure to do this with you, man. Bring love it you, in. Man. Give me some love. All right, brother. Yeah, and uh, let's let's ride out, man. Thank you guys for listening. I'm out, Leo. Peace. Mal.